We're back for episode four. It's the Viking Rugby Podcast. Welcome to episode four of the Viga Rugby Podcast. This week um, we have three games going on, um, but that is a job for later. First off, here's the fact of the week. Uh, it's time for fact of the week. We're joined by Adam Whitehead. Adam, are you there? I am. Yeah. How's it going? Nick? Great. I'm not not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Um, I'm ready to be astonished by another fact of the week. Well, I've uh, got the fact of the week this week. is uh, It's a bit of a long one, I apologise, but we'll no, get through it. Go for it. On the uh, 15th of November, 1905, uh, New Zealand played Wales in Cardiff. And as they always do, the All Blacks performed the haka before the match. And to respond to this, the Welsh sang their national anthem. And this was the first time that a team had sang the national anthem before a rugby match. And the effect right. it the crowd have sparked the tradition we have today of both teams singing the national anthem prior to the game. Mental. That's that's pretty cool. So it was just it literally only happened because it was a, a response to New Zealand. Yeah, they did the hacker and the world rugby team sort of responded to it by singing their national anthem. Ah, oh, great stuff. And the crowd that... obviously got involved. Everyone sort of went. It's a good way to get everyone riled up before a match. It is, you know, I'm I'm glad that happened because it is one of the one of the best bits of of the internationals is when, when you're up there watching the atmosphere when the when they're singing "God Save the Queen" and it, it finishes up and you can see them going for it and, and it finishes and everyone just goes a bit bit mental for a minute and you know it's about to kick off. So it's such a good a good buzz, like it's, your, it's a real good feeling when uh, when the national anthem finishes. So yeah, should be everyone's pumped up. Yeah. Def- definitely <laughs> I don't know why we haven't heard it as a pump up song yet to be honest I haven't heard it in the yeah. Vigo changing room yet either but Sorry. maybe maybe we can get it on the playlist get it uh, alright well thank you very much for that fact of the week again mate um, alright time for breakfast club it's a bit early this morning so please apologise um, please apologise please accept our ropey voices um, Tony's here hello as always Jake's here hello as always just the, uh, the triple threat this morning um, start off with results from last week in Premiership. We talked a little bit about them on last week's pod, but nothing really interesting was thrown up. We had Exeter beating Sale 35 18, Quinns losing to Bath 32 37, Northampton losing to Sarries 27 38, Worcester losing to Newcastle 20 23. So they're all pretty standard. I watched the highlights in the week, everything was pretty standard to be honest, just looked normal. Um, but that rolls into today. Yesterday, bro. Well, I suppose we had we had ex uh, Newcastle last night, which was tight actually. I saw the highlights last night. It I was, was just actually talking, quite to, talking to Jake on the way over. Yeah, that's actually decent from Newcastle. Mm. I mean, it is all the way up there, but the still, first try was impressive. Who was that man? Oh, mate, their uh, first try was a core cut. One bloke made a little break. Awesome offload out the back to whoever the other fellow was but he was rapid as fuck nice. <laughs> went through went, on, went went through and beat a couple players for pace um, which was yeah which was impressive I think Exeter were uh, a bit shaken at first but obviously as they do they uh, finished it off well um, Bath Northampton Jake Bath I'm going to go Northampton on that one feel like they've been playing alright over the last couple of weeks. It's in at Bath, yeah. Like, I, they... I hate to back Bath. 
naturally, but the Saints haven't really been doing it for me. No, I feel like they're building into something, but mm. that's good. We'll see on that one later. Big game, Bristol Quins. Before we decide, I want to tell you Sinclair and Marla are both back for Quins, <laughs> but Mike Brown is out. Ooh, Obviously, right. I'm going Quins. Yeah, I want to go Quins, but if Bristol come up with a win there, I wouldn't be that shocked. It's at Ashton Gate as well. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah. I'll go Quins. Yeah. Right, Keep we'll, it fair. Triple Quins, that's what's happening. <laughs> sale against Wasps at Sale. Well, I think Sale. Yeah? Well, they're playing Wasps haven't had the highest results in the sort of opening couple of rounds, as they got. They beat Leicester. 41-35 last week. Um, before that, they had a, I remember what they did in the middle. They had a tight game with Worcester in week one, didn't they? Mm. Um, it's been a yeah, it's been a random one actually. For Wasps. Um, cool, 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 cool. Um, team this week. Uh, what we got on Sunday? We got Leicester against Worcester. Got to be Leicester at home, innit? Yeah. Really, Worcester have lost three in a bounce. They've got to do okay. something. Yeah, they're not looking tired, good. Though. Tigers will pinch it then. They're, they're not playing. Like, they're not playing badly. Yeah, yeah. Worcester have been. Away. They've been tight in every game. We're saying that. That's right. Uh, breakfast track. Yeah, Worcester haven't been playing badly. Uh, every game's been quite tight for them. They've just always been just about on the losing side, I think. Yeah. Sarri's Gloucester. It's a toughie for you, mate. <laughs> that's it. At, at Allianz as well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Gloucester are playing really well, but... Yeah, they're just, both... I think it'd be a good game. Going to the Allianz. It, yeah, it's I mean, just Sarri's. Especially just, now, I think though... we got pretty close to them last season at the Allianz as well. And now you've got Adani Cipriani, who's got a serious... Point to prove. Yeah. Even more of a chip on the shoulder. Yeah, After that yeah, squad announcement of the week, what did you guys yeah, think of the squad announcement? I, I like the Ashton and uh, Cock inside of when they did calls, they're both playing well. Cock and a singer. Cock and a singer, kind of singer. Um, but yeah, sick, madness. But like, Ford is playing well, but I, he's like. I've got to say, I think I'm the only one in the world at the minute that I talk to that completely understands it. Because when you say, right, we're going we're gonna to stick with what we've been playing with, right, and he's got Farrell on forward, he's got no real need to take another 10. He's got Lazowski, he's got Slade if, if it really got bad. Like, there's plenty of players that can play 10 in his squad already. The thing for me is... So you don't need a third. He's, you know, an international coach. He was, you know, he's very good. But to sit there and go, we're going to stick with what we've done... Having lost the last yeah. three many out, games, three out four or whatever, like, yeah. you know, four out four like, out and it doesn't even look like it doesn't even look good in this Six Nations. We didn't even look good. The last yeah, time we won, like, and, and everyone six. was sat there, and it's like yeah, we need yeah, to yeah. we need to make changes, mm. and then now we're going back to not making changes, and it's like, come on. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, I think maybe he feels like he's too far into the cycle yeah, to start yeah. messing around. Yeah. Plus, for me, Farrell, if you're playing Farrell, you're not playing six because they're both alphas. We talked about it before. They're, yeah, they're both yeah, the guys yeah. that want to call the plays, want to run the game. If you've got both of them standing next to each other, you're just going to have a mixed mess of messages and arguments and people wanting to do two different things. Whereas Ford is definitely 
the socket to Farrell's plug. Yeah. Farrell's plug. Like <laughs> Farrell calls the plays. It's good to see. Um, that's the problem. Well. Yeah, I'm really, really, I'm really excited to see that. I hope he, I hope he stays fit for a little while this time. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. Um, quickly touch on Vago this week. Training been okay. I know. Unfortunately, we've suffered a few extra injuries. Um, so and I didn't go training on Tuesday. Tony wasn't there all week. But so it's been a toughie. From what I understand, on Tuesday, numbers weren't great, but sort of as expected, people had a lot on. Um, Thursday, numbers were actually all right. We managed to get some decent run-throughs. Um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't too bad. We uh, mixed in a few players that are sort of playing twos, pushing for ones as well, which is yep. good, like in the run-throughs. So it's good to see those boys. Obviously, big news last night. Congratulations to Dave Winstone yeah, on the right. ba- first, first ball child. Emma did a decent job. Well done, Dave. And well done, Emma. Um, Heidi. Heidi, named after... The love of your lifetime. Yeah, hi, D. Winstone. Welcome to the Vigo Rugby Podcast, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> please, um, please subscribe. Also, yeah, please subscribe on your iPad when you get one. Um, also, it means, obviously, Dave's missing today, and we found out yesterday that Will James is also missing today. So, two big... Players unfortunately missing, but we've seen this a million times. We were only talking about yesterday, telling that we'll just we'll, we'll just win. Next we'll find up. a way, and we'll win. We'll go, um, we'll the so play. the team today, as I understand it, is um, it is Daniel and Phil Saw and Harry in the front row. Yep. You and, and Liam in the second row. Liam Evans, Hendo, and Hazy in the back row. Of Hazy at eight. Dom at nine. Tony at ten. No changes in the middle, Vincent Checo in the centres, and then Marcus on Marcus. one wing, and Elliot on the other wing, and with the pig. Clomo the pig at fullback. Nasty big pig. He had a pop at Marcus in the week on Facebook for being bald. <laughs> <laughs> see, if he can, um, uh, see if he can get himself in piggy winders. He, yeah, well, he needs to, he needs to. Um, Team looks alright. Team looks strong. I think we'll we'll be just fine. We'll just man up and we'll be just fine. So strong bench. We're going on a away day. Who's on the bench? Um, George, Ben Morris, and Craig. Oh yeah, nice, solid, solid squad. It's, it shows. It's like a testament to the the strength we got in depth at the minute that we still sound like a real solid team with four or five now on site. So that's great. Um, we're going to leave it there, guys. Um, but thank you very much for joining us for a very early in the morning edition of uh, the Breakfast Club. No worries, mate. Too early. Good luck today. We'll see how we get on, eh? Cheers. Cheers. And we're back. It's drive time. And this week we are joined, as as uh, as always, by a new guest for drive time. This week it's drive time with Ollie Stringbean. Ollie Stringer, how you doing, Ollie? Yeah, very good, thanks, Nick. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Um, thanks for joining us on, uh, on drive time today. Um, we always start off with a few basic questions. Um, so they tend to be about sort of rugby day. Um, so the first one, when you turn up to rugby, what is the first thing that you do when you get to the changing rooms? Uh, usually make a beeline for the toilet and have my fourth or fifth to, uh, poo of the day. Oh, yeah. It's, why is it that you always have more shits on a rugby morning? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know whether it's like pre-match nerves or it's just... I think it is. I, I tend to have a curry on a Friday night, which never usually helps, but... Don't yeah. tell John, because that's not very good uh, pre-match preparation. <laughs> Better than Solis. 
Um, <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, what is the last thing you do before you go and play the game? Big question. I don't think I've got like a pre-match ritual like that. I think I just uh, slap a few, few of the lads on the back and then yeah, listen to whatever Winnie's got to say, which usually is the same every week. And then, yeah, want to go out to the pitch. And let me ask you, are you a warrior? I am a warrior. A warrior? Warrior. Warrior and a warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Your favourite pre-game pump-up music? Uh, Never know the name, but it's the ACDC one. Uh, Just give it a song. Oh, says... Sing it. uh, Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one too. I I learned it from... I got it from Coochie. He first started playing that. Yeah, I was driving back from Plymouth the other week and it came on on the radio and I was literally buzzing at the end. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, how do you feel like this season's going for you, mate, so far? I know you got hurt last week, but... Yeah, made it two minutes into my first start for the ones of the season. And, uh, mate, we've off. all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> Injury wagon. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in the, uh, the ambulance on the way down to the game today. Um, yeah, I think it's been a solid start. Played for the twos the week before last and... Yeah, it's a very different kind of game. Uh, it's a lot slower, but yeah, it's been a solid start. Hopefully, it won't be up too long, but we'll see how it goes. Fair play, you've looked, you've looked good, mate. Um, well, on the subject of the twos, just quickly, we'll give you the the twos today are playing at home against Seven Oaks Threes. Um, so good luck to the boys today. We'll let you know how they get on later. And their team, as I knew it yesterday, was Tom Spear, Jamie Mack, and Sam Smith in the front row. Rob Colton and Garrick in the second row, Mitch Higgins and Max Gregory on the flanks with Bucko at number eight, Joe Deeney at nine, Harry Nopas Patterson at ten, David Williams on the wing, Adam Fitz on the other wing, Tommy Barrett and Justin Barrett in the centres, and Adam Ferris at fullback. And they had CJ, Don Micklebrook, Connor Cutts, and Dan Ackery possibly on the on the bench. So cracking lineup for the twos today. You've uh, I mean, I've played with a few of those boys, but yeah, you've... it's a very, very solid team. That um, looking for, well, obviously not going to see, but it'd be uh, interesting to see how the um, father-son pairing in the centres get on there. Yeah, that's that's quite a nice, quite a nice touch this week for them. That's good to see. Now, Ollie, on drive time, we always make sure we get a, a special story about one of the guys, or two of the guys, or three of the guys even in the squad. Um, the only rules are that you can't mention their names, um, and. Well, that's about it, really. It can be as horrible or as nice as you like. Uh, have you got one in mind? Yeah, I have. It's not as bad as some of the stories from maybe uh, last week and potentially the week before. Um, it was fr- probably my favourite story at the club, actually. Uh, it was from a tour that I didn't actually go on, but um, it just sticks in the mind as a story. Uh, basically, a few of the lads, uh, a few of the older lads even, they were in a pub um, down the road from the hotel uh, in Swanage. Uh, what was that like? Swanage. Almost 10 years Swanage. ago, roughly, maybe, don't I? Nice. Um, yeah, they are in a pub, uh, got politely asked to leave, um, decided to call it a night there and then. Uh, one of the fellas who was on, in the group decided, oh, we'll get a cab back to the hotel. Um, all of the other guys were like, no, 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 it's fine, it's just down the road, we'll, we'll walk, it's not far at all. But he was adamant he was getting a cab. Um, one of the guys decided uh, to open the door for him, let him in the cab. Uh, 30 seconds later down the road just outside the uh, hotel about 50 yards away uh, the same man opened the cab door for him and uh, let him back out again uh, and yeah that's nice. the story nice 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 that was chauffeur <laughs> that is cracking I love that story 
Um, any chance you could give us the name of who it was, Ollie? No, what goes on tour stays on tour. That is true, very true. Um, wow, that was that was actually really funny. Um, I sort of wish I knew who it was. <laughs> um, thanks very much for joining us, Ollie. Do that again, I'll cut it out. Um, thanks very much for joining us, Ollie. Um, and also for bringing Car Sweets, one yeah, of my favourite squidgy drumsticks. Oh, no wrong with squidgies. Strawberry laces, hidden in the strawberry laces as well, as well. you haven't seen. Strawberry cables, pass them up. A wonderful, a wonderful person to have on our car journey for drive time today. Well, thanks very much, uh, Ollie, for your story and for your words of wisdom. Thanks for And um, we'll uh, speak to you again soon. Nice one. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, just when you thought drive time was over uh, and you thought you were safe from the story this week, we're going to come back to you with one more. <laughs> we're back with you on drive time. We just uh, we just heard that there's actually a, an extra special story that um, we should have told, or that Ollie should have told. We've just been told about it and I, I can't miss it, so we're going to get double story time today. So I'm going to hand, it, hand you back over to Ollie Stringer, String Bean back again um, yeah so this was a different tour one I actually did go on um, up in Norwich we were out for a night out as you do on tour um, walked down the street bit of strip club when you're on tour why not walked in one of the members of the tour was already in there but he was on a chair completely passed out no chance of waking him up as everyone knows when this person gets like that um, there's a couple of strippers few bouncers like shaking his shoulder slapping him no chance he was waking up. Uh, they eventually just gave up and left him there. And then, but uh, by the time we left, I had no idea where he'd gone. Can we play a game of like charades or hangman or something to find out who was asleep in a strip club on his own? <laughs> How long had he been in there? I think the hint could be if you know Portsmouth well, it's a regular Tuesday night for the students. They're, yeah. the, they're the initials what, um, of the man. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I haven't got that's a clue because I didn't go to Portsmouth. That's a bit of a, uh, if, you, if you want to go and have a little look up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't got a clue, but uh, that's another impressive story, mate. Another, another good one. I'm happy with that. Um, and if you were the man who went to the strip club on his own, please come forward. Let us know <laughs> how long you were in there on your own. Why you, you were in there on your own. own. Yeah. 20 quid for her dance. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Ollie. No worries. So, unfortunate losses for the first and second teams this week. But we've still got a man in the match. We've still got a few bits to get through, so here goes. So, uh, another game over. Unfortunate loss for Vigo this week. First loss of the season against Lewis or Leewes or Luz or however we want to say it. It's a stupid place. We won't go back there. Um, we unfortunately lost 13-7, but a good performance by... A lot of the guys, and one guy in particular who got man of the match today was Elliot Stickins. Well done, Elliot. Thank you very much. Thank you um, that's, I mean, that's all right. I, I don't think I got a vote this week, which was unlucky, but obviously I would, I would have given you an eight. Well, <sighs> Naturally. You know who um, you start, don't you? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, we've got a few questions for you, as we always have for the man of the match. Um, first of all, who else do you think played well? Uh, I think... Snoozy T himself played quite well. He, when the opportunity wasn't on, he hit some hard lines. Nice. Um, I noticed as well, Mr. Robert Hayes stole a lot of their overthrows. In the yeah. Line. I think he'd done well to secure a lot of those. Mm. Um, 
I mean, that was it. If there was only three good players on the pitch, and that's, yeah, that's, enough, that's what you thought. Everyone else played their usual game. <laughs> as, a, as a team, what did we do well? Uh, I think mostly it was um, scrums and malls we did quite well. I think we, we easily had them in the forwards. In terms of the backs, I think they, they pressed us quite hard. Some may say offside, but, you know, who am I to judge? But definitely mm. the forwards were the key element of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, the uh, the forwards did have a, a good game. So uh, from from that answer, I'm kind of taking that what well, we could do better. You're thinking something to do with the, the backs, or um, I think it's probably backs and open play in general. I think when when there was the breakdown as well, we were slow to the breakdown, but then um, from distribution, we were all too flat, so no one was no one was running hard lines. It was all people catching the ball standing still, which gave them the chance to come up and just gave us no space, really. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed, definitely. Um, what is your highlight of the season so far? Um, well, we've only had three games so far and that's got to be today, man of the match. Yeah, plus that's, an, that's plus good. Plus with you alone, so, you know. Well, you know, this is uh, the highlight of most people's season, I think. In fact... I did speak to Harry Wilson earlier because he tried to claim that he was the man of the match. Um, but obviously, I reminded him that um, Lou's, Lewis, Lewis, whoever, they picked uh, a man of the match and that wasn't even him. That was Henry Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what he wanted. Yeah, so, yeah he was well, nothing this week. Yeah, unlucky, mate. Um, have you got a wife, girlfriend, partner? No. You haven't? Oh, what a shame. Do you have a mother? <laughs> But, um, do you, do you have, have a mother? I do. Yeah, what's her name? Lorraine. And tell her you love her. Mum, I love you. Well played, well played. Um, that's about it for us today. Give me a future prediction to finish off. Now that can be anything. It doesn't have to be about rugby. Um, future prediction. Can I predict the 2020 Coslaw marriage? Not a bad prediction, I don't think. 2020. And what, what month would you go for if we were going to start a sweepstake right now on a 2020 mm. Castle or marriage? One month. I'd say Dom would be a early September man. Ooh, nah. I, ca I can't imagine that Andy Pandy would let him do a game week, not even a friendly, Ooh, surely. True. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Plus, you know, honeymoon, you're missing the first two <laughs> league games of the season at least. Yeah, maybe early July then. He's an early July man. He's going to be an early July man, unless John's got something to say about it, because I'd imagine John would be the best man. They seem to get on quite well at the minute. That's why he keeps taking him off. That's well, yeah, not done with his zero winning record as captain. Zero wins, zero tries, 60-minute 60, <laughs> 60 average this season. And, I mean, I'm lucky done. We'll leave it there. Good prediction for the future, though. I like it. Thank you. Um, if anyone else wants to join the sweepstakes, then please send your entries with your name and your month and possibly year, if you think it will be further, into the Paravaga Rugby podcast. Um, thanks very much for joining us, Els. Thank you, Nick. And uh, hopefully we'll speak to you for another Man of the Match segment very soon. Hopefully very soon. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Speak to you soon. Thank you. See you. All right, we're back for teammates. And this week, um, after a wonderful week with Dave Wiltshire last week, we're joined by Liam Evans. Hello. Thank, thank you for coming on the show, Liam Evans. You're on the Viral Rover podcast, and it is time for teammates. 
I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You can answer them as quickly or as slowly as you want. Although I said that to Dave last week and he took about three hours to answer a question and then answer four questions with the same name, Bob Fitton. So please be better than Dave. Um, I'm about to read you some questions. You need to answer them. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. All right, teammates, who's the quickest player at Vigo Rugby Club that you've played with? Probably Sticko. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Who's the nice. slowest player? Um, Any time today. I don't know. You're sat uh, next to him. Fuck off. Should have been easier than this. Really I'm going to have to cut all this out. Um, Fucking hell. Sorry, Dad. I'll quick, put my name for it. Don't be, don't be a spanner. Put someone Come who on. is actually slow. You've got to be really horrible. Really slow. Really, really slow. Be as Fuck horrible me, as you there's like. loads. Naughty. Pete Hayward. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, he was quite slow, uh, to be fair. Um, the hard man of Vigo Rugby Club. And um, don't, don't say me, because everyone keeps saying it. Who is the hard man? You can't say me if you want, but. Who would I least like to get into a ruckus with? <coughs> um, I'm just going to go through everyone. Can we have a new team? Matt H2 and O. <coughs> I think. <laughs> um, oh, God, I'm bored. Fucking hell. I'm falling out. I have to go through everyone. Um, Who back? It's got to come to mind. It's just like a quick answer. Fuck me, Hendo. Will James. Alright, fair. Oh, Will James is the hardest man. You put me under pressure, alright? Very soft cock, anyway. We only told you these questions. The most skillful player at Vargas that you played with. Um. Fucking hell. Everyone's shit. Oh, oh God. Right, Ollie oh. Stringer. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. This is the most <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pure lies. You might as well have said Nick McPherson. <laughs> The hardest hitter. Um, it's tough. Hazy or Hendo. Okay, thanks very much. You got to pick one, but I'm not even going to bother. Oh. Worst, <laughs> the worst dress sense. Um, hazy. <laughs> See Ben Morehouse just gets up today. Those uh, Unlucky shoes. Hazy. Uh, those shoes. <laughs> what the all-terrain loafers? Yeah. Oh, I, I like the him. Hiking I like him. You can do whatever you like in those. He's going to be in the pool in them later. Um, <laughs> the Joker of the club, Liam. Joker. Um, probably the funniest guy there, so this should be quite easy. All right, mouth here. Yeah. It's bad when you have to say oh, McSweeney. Yeah. McSweeney yeah, claiming to be the funniest man at the time. <laughs> Your best mate at the club. Stringer. Ah. Oh. Oh my God, you are licking you are some serious <laughs> ball sack in the back of this car. Oh, my, my wife, does she count? Oh, yeah, nice. nice. You listen to nice. this. Nice. <laughs> yes. Let's make the club. It's Kate well, Evans. It's Hello, Kate, if you're listening. You Welcome to the Vigo Rugby Podcast. Please subscribe. <laughs> um, and who is longest in the shower? Sticko. Is he? Is he? Fair play. Okay, fair play. It just takes, I think he just so takes one his time. question, he answers straight takes away. Time. All right, well, thanks, Liam, for spending... Four and a half cake. minutes answering six quick fire questions. <laughs> <laughs> that was teammates. We'll get someone better next week. Um, it's time for Piggy Blinders this week, and we 
unfortunately couldn't drag Clem uh, Pig out of KFC um, to be with us today. He um, he said no. I'm eating a meal, and then I'm eating a family bucket, and then I'm also going to hit McDonald's for a McFlurry on the way home. And, so and I've got no time. Morley's on the way back. And then, yeah, he said Morley's was his last stop. So, as you can hear, we've got a special guest for Piggy Riders this week. Stepping in, Luke Henderson. Thanks for coming, Luke. Thank you for, uh, for having me on. That's all right. Anytime. I'm hoping you do a better job at Piggy Blinders than the actual Piggy because he usually just reads them off of Twitter. Yeah. So uh, what have you got for us this week? I've done a bit of research myself this week and um, I watched a few games, a few highlights and that of the uh, the Premiership especially. Um, nice. First one is uh, Worcester Warriors getting their first season win against Leicester. Um, at, big at, win. At Welford Road as well, which is, um, which is a big, big, big win for them actually. Um Finishing score forty four thirty seven. Um, you know, big scoreline, entertaining game. You know, lots of highlights from that. Um, another yep. highlight coming from that game was um, young Ted Hill, nineteen years of age, making his debut, coming on and getting their winning try. In the di- well, for Worcester, yeah, di- for Worcester, yeah, in the dying minutes. Oh, well played, yeah, well played. So that good, man. good start for him, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah all good stuff. Yeah, like yeah, it. It's gone to number two. It's, uh, Richard Wigglesworth. Making his 266th game uh, Premiership appearance, that is, um, which is now the league record. Um, obviously, obviously uh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna smash that this <laughs> this season. As he's got another, yeah, yeah. Got another 20 got, games to go. So, yeah, he's got plenty of games left in him, and I'd imagine more he's seasons after more that. More seasons, well. Yeah, so I imagine he's gonna absolutely smash that record um, and set it way above what it is in the moment. Yeah, brilliant. What well, I'm Richard Wigglesworth, and then we're going Wigglesworth, Wigglesworth, Wiggle, Wiggle, Wiggle. 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 <laughs> um, so we'll go to the last one, which is um, Nadolo, which I'm not going to pronounce his first name because I cannot pronounce it. <laughs> um, playing for Montpellier. Just give it a go. Just give it a go. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I, just <laughs> know, I just know his last name, Nadolo. Um, yeah, performance for Montpellier, his team. Um, Smashing to lose sixty six fifteen. Got two two tries himself. Set up a bunch. Smashing boys all over the park. Absolute monster of a man. Um, yeah, massive win for them at the weekend. Yeah, that's huge. I, I um, we're talking about um, Nadolo from the Fiji winger. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, he used cool, to play cool. down at the uh, Crusaders, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, big big boy. Moved up to France for for the cash, obviously. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone loves yeah. a bit of cash in France. Especially, yeah. Everyone's <laughs> going from New Zealand now, aren't they? Getting the cash. Yeah, got to be done. done. Sweet. Oh, that's, well, that's great stuff, mate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go look up the, uh, the, the highlights of that French game because I haven't seen that yet, I've got to admit. Um, and also the, uh, the Worcester game because I also haven't watched the highlights yeah, of that. That's a real uh, game. George Ford does a pretty good game in the end, second half. Comes on. He's been playing well this yeah, season, hasn't he? He started well. He started well on the. Yeah, I imagine he'll be in pretty good form when he comes to play for England. Maybe good enough to even make his own piggy blinder at yeah, some maybe. point. Maybe. <laughs> if he's lucky enough. Maybe, maybe. Well, hope, thank you very much for, uh, for helping us out this week. Um, hopefully, we'll manage to get um, the pig back out of the fast food joints yeah, for next week out, for his own segment. But, for five minutes. Yeah. Oof. 
We'll be lucky. Oh, we'll be lucky. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, thanks very much, Luke. No um, and uh, we'll speak to yeah, you soon. Speak to that. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Sticko, sticko of the day. We're joined by Elliot Stickins for, as you heard, Elliot's Sticko's Dicko of the Day. How are you, Elliot? Good, thank you, Nick. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Thanks for joining us via phone link this week. No problem, yeah. Was, um, not much action after the game, but, you know, got you eventually. <laughs> this week's Dicko of the Day, I'd have to say was, well, firstly, I'd like to say it was, um, it was a good game by the players. I think all round we played well, just couldn't finish, you know. Mm. Yeah, story in next sex tape. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Dicko of the Day has got to be Luke Vint for that drop underneath the post. Oh, I've just remembered it now you said it. I know. It hurts. To, that, that, was it. Oh, no, that was nasty. That was nasty. Someone told me that he could have um, ran under the post, bought a newspaper, sat by the post, done the crossword, stood back up, picked up the ball and still scored before the defender caught him. Yeah, or some others, mainly me, may say he could have just left the ball and I could have caught it as well. You were right next to him. You know. Horrible man. <laughs> <laughs> So have you got have you got three things that Vinci could do to to improve to make sure this doesn't happen again? Yeah, so um first things first, don't take catching lessons from Hendo. Yeah. Still do thing with himself. <laughs> um secondly, if it's if it's not on, just nudge it through again with your boot. It yeah, gives you a, gives you a second chance. And thirdly, if a winger's there, let the winger take it. I mean, come on. That's why we're on the field. <laughs> we're there to score, mate, and we're quicker than you. <laughs> yeah, those have been my three uh, points of the day. <laughs> fair. Can I have one more? Um, don't knock it on. Yeah, well, I was going to go with don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Vinti, but uh, congratulations. You are Sticko's Dicko of the day. Wee. Yeah. You'll get your dick when, in that, when they arrive. Oh, they've arrived. <laughs> hey, yeah, are they a good trophy? Uh, it's a whistle. <laughs> That's that is the perfect trophy. <laughs> all, be, oh, nice. all be revealed next week. Ah, can't wait. Can't wait. Thanks for that, mate. No problem at all. See you next week. See ya. Okay, it's time, as always, for the Battle Bus Breakdown. We are on the way home from Lewis. 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 Whatever you call their stupid place that we'll never go back to because um, they'll get relegated and we'll get promoted. Um... We lost today, unfortunately. Um, we'll get to that a little bit later. First of all, we'll have a look through the results. We'll see if there's any turn-ups in the league. Uh, Becca Hamian, 57. Hellingley, 7. Huge. I'll tell you what, I'll do them like Clemo reads them out. Yeah. On the 22nd of September, 2018, London South East Division 3. Becca Hamian, 57. Hellingley, 7. Ooh. Folkestone, 6. Bromley, 21. Lewis, 13. Vigo, 7. Old Williamsonians, 25. Hastings and Bex Hill, 0. Interesting. Parkhouse, 8. Old Dunstonians, 15. And finally, Paulborough, 14. Crowborough, 33. Ooh, nice. Those are the results in London and South East 3. Anything stand out for you fellas there? 
So, yeah, they are the first team this season to not get a point. Hastings at Willys, 25-0 to Willys. That's big. Bacaniums, so, that's a massive win. I mean, Hellingly, Hellingly are down, from down, down in Sussex, though, so maybe... Travel. Travel. It's a big travel to yeah. Beckhamian, isn't it? It's the long. It's probably the longest journey in the league. It was brought up Hellingly in the changing to room, uh, The distance. Some teams have got to travel. No, most teams don't travel well, notoriously in this league. That little bit further to go, quite hard to do. Um, be interesting to see in the next coming weeks. Yeah. See what their next away result is. See if it is the travel factor. Someone who does clearly travel well. Our next opponents, Crowborough, have gone away to Pulborough who have just come down from the league above, remember? Maybe they haven't got a psychomaniac driver. Crowborough have, them, have... I'm going to ignore them. Crowborough have beaten Pulborough away from home, 33-14. That's a huge result That's for me. That's a massive result. But maybe Pulborough have lost some players. Going down, club could be in a little bit of turmoil. You never Pulborough were never that good. Last time we played them, we beat them. Fair. So exactly. whatever. So there you go. Whatever. They might have just had a lucky year. Um, oh. Big news, oh, uh, Bromley, the only... Undefeated team in the league have gone away um, to Folkestone, picked themselves up another win, but that Folkestone. leaves Folkestone as the only t- or one of the only teams who haven't won a game. Hellingly and Folkestone no wins. Bromley the only team with three from three from three. That's surprising because I thought Folkestone were one of the better teams actually we played this year. Oh, I am lying. Parkhouse haven't won either, but they got a draw from someone. Um, so I mean we need to keep that stat alive. The zero wins for those bottom three is it's really key. Yeah. Everyone needs to keep drumming them in, keeping them down. And we've got to bounce back against Crowborough. That's, you know, looking at that, that's like a separates the men from the boys clash. Crowborough are currently second, 12 points. Wygo are currently fifth, 10 points. There's not much in it early on in the season, but Still it really has shown me, though, that, I don't know if you guys agree, that all the teams in this league can beat all the teams in this league. There's no one that, that really smashes everyone. I think people were expecting us, Becca Haniums, to come up and sort of not do too well. And Hillingly for And Hillingly, but I think we've all come up and shown that we're good enough to play in this league. Well, except Hillingly, who just got 50. Well, yeah, but they're not Vigo, are they? So They ain't Vigo, that's for sure. Inside they ain't the mighty for, for Hillingly, one of my mates plays for Eastbourne and played against oh, last year. Oh, mate! Friend! Uh, oh, I've got friend! Oh, I have more friends than just the people. Oh, 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 did you go to uni with oh. him? I didn't actually. Yeah, nice. So yeah, nice. Didn't play cricket. Yeah, well played, mate. Yeah, well played. <laughs> well, come on. They've got one player. No, we're not interested, mate. Uh, let's Sorry, move man. on to the Premiership <laughs> results. Liam Evans, can you read them out like a newsreader? So, um, on the date today, which was the 21st, 2nd September. Oh, God's sake. You fuck this. Um, <laughs> The Gallagher Premiership. Oh, nice. Bath 17, Northampton 15. Bristol 20, Harlequins 13. Oh. Sale 13, Wasps 31. Very nice. You don't want to be in a Guinness Pro 14. Nah, not, no, no, not no, interested no, in the Pro Touch 14, thanks. Can I just point out when you say get up the Premiership results, Liam got up the football results. Oh, Liam. Mate, you're nearly as bad as Jake getting up the getting up the championship <laughs> yeah, results yeah. instead of the rugby championship results. Uh, um, any turn-ups in there? One that stands out for me, obviously, as a Quinn supporter, Bristol. is that Bristol have picked up another. They look good. Another they few do points. Look good. They face some tough opponents, and Quinns just aren't doing it. They look all right, they? don't they? They look all right. They look good. Quinns are struggling, and 
Bath Another win. I didn't think they looked very good in the last, first couple of games. But no, they but they've picked up a result. And last night, last night, big win for Exeter against Newcastle. It was a good tight game, game but well, yeah. once again, Exeter showing their class. Saracens play tomorrow. But I, for one, am looking forward to the first Exeter Saracens game of the season because I don't think they'll lose to anyone, both teams, until oh. they play each other. Interesting. Newcastle did well to come away with a point, though. They've done very yeah, well. Yeah, did all right. Talking of teams that did all right to come away with a point. Vigo, Lewis, today, um, for a time, it looked like we wouldn't come away with anything. We were down 13-0, five minutes to go. We shouldn't have been down 13-0, if we're really brutally honest, but I don't want to get into too many negatives. Obviously, we'll look forward to next week. But Liam, as one of the men who was on the pitch, um, obviously, we had a lot to say off the pitch. Um, what did it feel like on there? Was it, was it tough? Did it feel like they were better than you, or did it just feel like we were not at the races? Not at the races. Uh, it was disappointing. I think tomorrow we could play them again and come away with the results. I don't think yep. we need to dwell on it too much. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. As I said, I agree. We'll I go agree. Go back there tomorrow and yep. uh, come away with with, I, uh, with the points. I think I've never played with a slipperier ball. I'll throw <laughs> that in as well. Very poor ball. Can I just say that no Gilbert match day match ball. I didn't even know what brand is, it was. It was like Mizuno. some weird. No, it wasn't even Mizuno. It was. I don't know what it was, but I think at this level now. I know it's not like the Premiership Strange or anything, Bovo. but spend some money yeah, on a no. proper match ball. Like and another negative, first team pitch being the furthest pitch away from the clubhouse. Yeah, you've got to walk across two pitches to what get to the first joke. team pitch. They've only got two teams. Like wh- I know, why do you need a third pitch in the way? Wankers. You can't even muster up a third team. Also, also showers too hot. Not yeah. a very normal complaint, no, but no. too hot. But I mean, still, basically, we'll never go there again because we'll make sure they get relegated and we don't. And we'll just chalk this up to a bad day at the office and rugby being rugby and that things happen on days that you can't explain. And unfortunately, we weren't properly at the races, but we'll we'll get to training this week and we'll make up for it. Um, Anyone got anything to add on the Vigo scoreline? No, I think you've covered it, to be honest, Nick. Great stuff. um... Okay, then we will leave the battle bus breakdown there. Not the best breakdown I know it was a it's quite difficult to still in the back quite difficult to still do the podcast after a loss this is the first time I've had to do it after a big a sort of a a loss that we should it's tough to take and when you got them two in the back I know and unfortunately I've had Ollie Stringer and Liam Evans in the back Ollie just wants to talk about his mate his other mate (laughs) because he's had two pints Liam's busy looking up the football results (laughs) straight back to Jake and Tony's car next week unfortunately I don't blame you mate I might go with him Right, thanks guys in the back and thanks Ollie in the front. Bye. And that unfortunately is all we have time for this week. We're going to have to leave it there. Um, Tough losses this week, but we know that we will bounce back next week. VP lunch on Saturday uh, at home with the first team against Crowborough. Looking forward to that game. Thanks everyone for listening. Please click subscribe and we'll see you again next week.